all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Everybody, come on in. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. It is Monday night. And as you know, we gather together what? For one hour every single Monday uh, to pray. And we're excited about it because this particular Monday night, is uh, during our time of 21 days in fasting and prayer. And so we have great expectation and anticipation of what's going to happen. Why? The Bible says something very powerful. The Bible says um, Jesus was talking to uh, his uh, his disciples and more specifically, a group of leaders amongst his disciples, these 12 that were sent out, apostello in the Greek, um, but they were not just sent out uh, uh, to do special work or sent out for a special mission or special movement. These were the ranking apostles. So Acts chapter 1 refers to them as the bishops. Especially these leaders. Let that be a lesson for every person that's watching prayer tonight. um, That um, whether you are someone who considers yourself a leader or not. You're going to face certain things that are simply going to seem insurmountable. You're going to face certain things that are simply going to be way too big for you to handle. And Jesus says to them in Matthew 17, 21, he says, they said to him, Lord, why couldn't we cast out that spirit? Why couldn't we do that? Why couldn't we deal with that issue? Why couldn't we overcome that? And Jesus said, it's because this kind only comes out through fasting and prayer. This kind only comes out through fasting and prayer. In other words, he was saying, listen, you're facing something that seems big. You're facing something that seems insurmountable. And that's only going to happen. That's only going to change through fasting and prayer. Come on in. We welcome everybody uh, on all of our digital platforms. Uh, tonight, of course, our Facebook pages and uh, Instagram. We're adding our Instagram family tonight. Boom. Let's just reset that. There we go. We're adding all of our Instagram fa- uh, family on both the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Church Instagram page. We welcome all of you, as well as all of our Facebook platforms, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We welcome all of you. I was saying uh, just a moment ago in Matthew chapter 17 uh, that Jesus says to um, those that were leaders, uh, which means it doesn't matter what your title is. It doesn't matter what your rank is. It doesn't matter what your education is. It doesn't matter uh, what you've accomplished. We are all going to face something that seems insurmountable. We're all going to face something that seems too big. We're all going to face something that seems like we cannot overcome it. And Jesus said in Matthew 17, 21, this kind, somebody say this kind, type that on every social platform. This kind only comes out through fasting and prayer. In other words, what happens? Shalom, everybody. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. As we're getting into prayer, uh, this is doing, of course, our 21 days of fasting and prayer. And uh, I pray that you've been strong. I pray that you've been consistent. And we're going to end strong. The fast ends this Saturday. 
at uh, midnight mountain time. And, uh, and so I pray you've been strong. Uh, Matthew 17, 21, again, this is going to be where we start our prayer tonight. Jesus is speaking to a group of leaders. He's speaking to a group of those that he's hand trained that he's hand selected, that he's hand picked, that he's poured into. And they are literally facing something that seems insurmountable. They're like, this is not working. Things aren't changing. Things aren't happening. And let that be a lesson. Because many times people, everybody listen, we will give up on things too quickly and not having ex uh, exhausted all of the options. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. Many times we will give up on things too quickly, not having exhausted all the options. The Bible says after having done all to stand. Here's the question. What happens when you think you've, you, you've done a lot, but you didn't do all? Come on. What happens when you've done a lot, but you did not do all? I'm going to ask it a third time. What happens when you've done a lot? But you did not do all. And so we quit and we give up and we say it didn't work. For some of you, you have given up on a business. For some of you, you've given up on fitness goals. For some of you, you've given up on God. For some of you, you've given up on forgiving somebody. You've given up on making progress. Some of you, your leaders, you've given up on what you were leading, saying, well, these people, this just can't happen. And the scripture makes it very clear in Matthew 17. They were facing something that they could not beat. Please listen. They were facing something they could not beat. They were facing something they could not overcome. They were facing something that they could not seem to get to win. And guess what? Jesus says this kind. I know I already had you type it, but I need you to type it again because I need you to understand the power of fasting and prayer. This kind only comes out by fasting and prayer. This kind. In other words, Jesus said, I don't care how much you prayed about this, this thing was not going to change. I don't care how much you, you, you made great confessions about this, this thing was not going to change. I don't care how much and how often uh, you said, uh, Lord, I need a miracle, this wasn't going to change. I don't care how often, watch me, you even sowed, your seed is good and you'll get a harvest from your seed. But that thing's not changing. You'll still get a harvest, but that thing's not changing. He said, this kind. What's the kind they were facing? The difficult kind. The insurmountable kind. This kind only comes out through fasting and through prayer. And so tonight, I want you, um, I want you before we jump in, if you have ever faced something, I already see the hearts and the fire and all of that coming on in. Because for many of us, here's what's happened in our lives. For many of us, we have looked at things and said, God, this just isn't going to work. And if I listen, God, I guess you're telling me to stop because you're not letting me win. Who's ever done that? Wave at me. God, I guess you don't want me to do it because this is difficult. Who's ever done that? Wave at me. Wave at me. Every platform. God, I guess I'm not supposed to do that because you're not giving me victory in that. If I listen the way I want to see victory. We have all done that. My hand goes up first. Well, we have all said, God, I guess you don't want me to do it. I guess I'm not supposed to do it. I guess I'm not good at it. I guess it's not going to work. And the, and Jesus, literally, his guys were dealing with that. And these are leaders. And these leaders said, God, we couldn't get this thing done. We don't know what's up. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. And Jesus says, this kind only goes out through fasting and prayer. And so um, in that, I want you to type some things, please, real quick, on the screen that have been difficult, where it seems like you've not been experiencing victory. I want you to type it on the screen. If you're on a social platform, if you're on the Harvest Channel or the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, you can't do that. But on my Periscope, 
our YouTubes, our Facebooks, I want you to type it. If you have faced something in your life or are facing something right now, let's not talk about the past. Let's talk about right now. If you are facing something right now where you feel like, God, this is insurmountable. This is, I can't overcome this. I can't beat this. It looks like I'm losing. It looks like I'm not winning. I want you to type it on the screen because I'm going to tell you this kind, whatever you about to type, that's the thing that only gets done with fasting and prayer together. Mm. Fasting and prayer together. Fasting and prayer together. Fasting and prayer together. Fasting and prayer together. Some of you are like, Bishop, you've been in six minutes. You ain't prayed yet because I got to make sure we get this revelation first. Because what do we do, guys? Every Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour from seven mountain to eight mountain. This week, again, we've got extra prayer dates because it's the last seven days the last week, really, uh, of our 21 days of fasting and prayer. And for many of you, I need you to listen. Uh, what you have faced, it only seemed difficult because you were only using one paddle. I want you to think of fasting and prayer like um, uh, two paddles and a paddle boat or a, a rowboat, not paddle boat, but a rowboat. In a rowboat, y'all listen, in a rowboat, you got one over here, one over here. Now, you can have two people in that rowboat or one person in that rowboat. What has to happen is that both of the oars have to go forward like this. Y'all with me? Both of them have to go forward like this. If only one of them is being used, that rowboat is going to do what? It's going to go in circles. Y'all listen. It's going to go in circles. And for many, that's what you have faced um, in, in what you just typed on the screen. It goes in circles and it goes in cycles because the only thing you do is pray, but you didn't put a fast on it. Come on. But I believe that this fast, this fast is breaking your cycles and your circles, your cycles and your circles. And for some of you, you might say, well, I fasted before and it didn't change. Question, were you focused during that time of fasting and prayer on attacking that thing that you, it is that you just typed on the screen? Because if you weren't focused on it, that's like saying, just because I went to the store, if I listen, just because I went to the store and got a gun, that means I'm prepared for war. No, no, no. That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense. And that's what happens for many people with fasting and prayer. You're like, God, I've been fasting and been praying, but did you even attack that specific issue? So tonight when we go in prayer, I want everybody to hear me. And if you just found out about the fast, jump on and you can do it for the next 21 days. Um, um, and if you messed up during the fast, I need you to jump back on and get an end all the way through with us. I need you to end strong. You ready? You got to be tired of these cycles and circles. There are some things I said, God, I am not dealing with that in 2021. I ain't dealing with it beyond November 15th. I'm not dealing with that again. But we got to be intentional. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, come on, let's go. We honor you and we bless you tonight, God. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for the privilege that we have to pray. Prayer is a privilege, God. It is not a right. And we say thank you for that privilege tonight. We come before your throne boldly. We approach your throne boldly. We approach your throne with authority. We approach your throne not as sinners saved by grace, no. Romans says, you have made us righteousness. That means when we come to you tonight, God, we are righteous. We are in right standing with you. And we thank you tonight that your blood covers us and your blood forgives us. We are forgiven tonight for all of our sin. Why? We confess our sin before you. Forgive us for our arrogance. Forgive us for our pride. Forgive us for our uh, uh, self-centeredness. Forgive us for our sin, those mistakes we've made. 
Forgive us tonight, God, for our iniquity. That's the generational curses that we have passed down. That's the generational sin we've practiced. The stuff that we got from our bloodline that we didn't break, but we perpetuated. Forgive us for that. And tonight, we declare we are the curse breakers. And finally, Father, forgive us for our transgression. That's the willful deviation for that we knew to be right. We knew we had no business to it, and we did it anyhow. And we ask for forgiveness. And we ask that your blood would cover us and that your blood would wash us. Your blood was split 2,000 years ago. Your blood was shed 2,000 years ago. And that blood is an instrumentation of redemption. That means your blood buys us. We are your property. Father, we say that everything we own is not ours. We are managers. Come on, say, I'm a manager. We are managers in Jesus' name. But it is not ours. It belongs to you. It belongs to you. It belongs to you. Father, everything we own, everything we have, from the tops of our heads to the soles of our feet, our clothing, our automobiles, our homes, our savings, our retirement, our money, everything we have belongs to you, Father. And so when we operate from that mentality, Father, we want to give what we have back to you better than when you gave it to us. Why? Because we are good stewards tonight in the name of Jesus. It belongs to you. And so, Father, forgive us for ever having a selfish mentality like it's ours. It is not ours. Our gifts and talents are not even ours. Our skills are not even ours. Anything we are able to do, it is not ours. It is you that is at work in us and at work through us. And so tonight, Father, as we pray, we realize you said in Matthew 17, 21, that this kind only comes out by fasting and prayer. Father, forgive us for calling things uh, impossible when we did not do everything we could do. Forgive us, God, for saying that we were going to have to struggle with certain things for the rest of our lives when we did not do everything we could do. Forgive us, God, for saying that this thing was not ever going to turn around when we did not do everything that we were able to do. But in Jesus' name, Father, we thank you that this kind, whatever it is that we're facing, whatever it is that we're challenged with, whatever it is that we're dealing with, this kind comes out through fasting and prayer. And so, Father, in these 21 days, Father, just like you heard Daniel, we know you hear us. Just like it took 21 days for the archangel to break through and get breakthrough to Daniel. We declare, Father, these 21 days will be days of breakthrough for us. We named this month. We said, this is our month of Samuel. That's what you told Hannah. Hannah got what she asked for. She was not supposed to be able to have a son, but Father, she asked you for one. You opened her womb and gave it to her. So when we open our series, She's a Bad Mama Jama this month, we named this month. And we said that this is the month of Samuel. This is the month that we name it. And we declared it would be in November to remember why. Not just because we speak positive words. That's good. Not just because we speak life. That's good. Life and death are in the power of our tongue. They that love it shall eat its fruit. If we don't say it, we'll see it. But Father, we can go further because we can say this kind. This time that this kind would come out through fasting and through prayer. And so, Father, we thank you. And in the last 14 days left in this month, that means you got two weeks, God, to show up and show out. You've got two weeks, God, to do things in us that blow our mind. Father, the greatest change isn't what happens around us. 
The greatest change, God, is what happens in us. The greatest change is not what changes in our circumstances. The greatest change is what changes in how we view them. The greatest change is not in how people around us act different. The greatest change is how we act differently. And so, Father, we say, do your greatest work in us. Come on, somebody say in me on every digital platform. God, do great work in us tonight. In the name of Jesus, change how we think, make it match up to you. Change how we talk, make it match up to you. Change how we act, make it match up to you. Change our mentality, make it match up to you. Match up to you. Change our processing of things, make it match up to you. Change our pathology of life, make it match up to you. Change uh, uh, the diagnosis that we have, uh, uh, Father, whether it be medical, whether it be a psychological, whether it be something that we've called. Sometimes, God, we are guilty of diagnosing things on our own without an expert opinion. What does that mean? We say that something can't be done because we say it can't be done, but we didn't go to you. We tried to diagnose it ourselves. We pray that you change it. And that change would start on the inside of us tonight. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you tonight that no weapon, come on, y'all, let's pray. No weapon that is formed against us would prosper. Every time that rises in judgment, Father, we thank you that it is condemned right now in the name of Jesus. Tonight, God, and all this week, stir up our passion to pray. And we pray that it would not be stirred because something negative happens. We pray that our passion to pray would be stirred because we love you. Come on, let's take a moment. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. God, we love you tonight. We love you because you first loved us on every digital platform. I need you to type a love letter to him real quick. Put some letters of some words of love to the Lord tonight. Women and men. Come on, fellas. There's nothing that is emasculating or demasculating as a man to be in love with the Lord. There is nothing uh, 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 effeminate about being in love with the Lord. Father, we love you and we honor you and we bless you, sir, because you are our father. You are our life giver. You are the God that made sure we got here today. You are the God that wouldn't let sickness take us out. You are the God that wouldn't let disease take us out. You are the God that protected us when we didn't even know we needed protection. You are the God that kept us when we didn't even need to know we needed to be kept. You are the God that gave us a way of escape when we didn't even know we were trapped. You are the God that we love tonight. We love you. That means we adore you. That means we honor you. That means we worship you. Come on, prayer. That means we praise you. That means we make you preeminent in our lives. God, we give you worship, which comes from the word worship, which means we give you worth in our lives. You are far more worthy than money. You're far more worthy than any person. You're far more worthy than any place. You're far more worthy than anything. You're far more worthy than any idea. And for that, we say thank you. Come on. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, as you're coming in, do me a favor. Again, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight across all of our digital platforms. And of course, our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family. Let me just say this, guys. I need, if you're on TikTok, I need you to go follow me on TikTok. So when I get over a thousand followers on TikTok, if y'all look at the views of the views are amazing. When I get over a thousand, then I'll be able to add TikTok and I can go live on TikTok too. I know, right? So I need y'all to go follow me if you're on TikTok. It's all Bishop Foreman. All my stuff is Bishop Foreman. B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Listen, um, as you're coming in tonight, uh, as we are in prayer, uh, I'm so excited because this night, I need you to just mark a couple of dates I need you to be mindful of. 
this week. So tomorrow night we'll be live again for prayer tomorrow night at seven o'clock mountain. All right. And we're going to pray again for an hour. Tonight, we're going to have a focus prayer time. Tuesday, we're going to have a focus prayer time. So we're going to hit specific areas we're going to pray about. So I need you to stay engaged for the whole time, all right? I need you to stay engaged for the whole time because you're going to be interacting a lot. Two things you're going to hear me ask you to do a lot in prayer. The first thing is to say a lot. You're going to say a lot because that's the principle of the scripture. Lots of verses I could give you. The simplest one, you hear me say it all the time. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of your tongue. Um, We could go... Isaiah, where it says, command the works of his hands. Uh, 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 Hebrew says he's the high priest of our confession. Um, so many scriptures I could give you there, all right? Uh, but you got to say it. And the second thing that you're going to see me have you do uh, a lot uh, in prayer is to type things on the screen. Matthew says that wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, that thing shall be done for them. So what are we doing? Digitally, we are agreeing together. So when you type it, it's agreement. That's what the word amen means. It means I agree. There's another word similar to it, which is the word selah, which simply means in short, God, you said it. I believe it. That settles it. In other words, amen, God, I agree with people. Selah, God, I agree with you. And tonight, God, we selah. We agree with you tonight. We agree with your plans for us. We agree with what you've ordained for us. We agree that you called us to be the curse breakers. We agree that you called us to be shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. We agree that it is not your will for us to be up and down emotionally. We agree that it is not your will for us to have struggle that does not produce something greater in us. We agree that it is not your will for us to go in cycles and circles. Come on. We agree. We say lie, you got. You say it. We believe it. That settles it. Father, we agree that we're the head and not the tail. We agree that favor tracks us down. Deuteronomy 28 says, if you will diligently uh, obey the voice of the Lord, your God, that these blessings would take you over. We declare uh, and we agree with you, Father, that blessings overtake us. Blessings overtake us. Blessing overtakes us. Come on. Blessing overtakes us. Blessing overtakes us. What is blessing? It is an empowerment to prosper, to do well, and to be whole. That means, God, that it's not just a thing, but it's the ability to get a thing. We declare that the blessings of the Lord overtake us. In the name of Jesus, we say lie you. We say lie you. We say lie you tonight, God, saying that our past is over and that our present is preparation for our future. And we declare that, Father, our future, you said in Jeremiah that you know the thoughts and the plans that you have for us. And those plans are good. We agree with your good plans. We agree that you would even make our enemies at peace with us. We agree that you'd make our enemies at peace with us. We agree that you would make people who wronged us apologize to us. We agree that you would take the heart of the king. And your word says, Father, that uh, the heart of the king is in your hand and you'll turn it any which way. Uh, It's like a stream. of, It's like a river. You can turn it any way. Turn it toward us. We agree tonight, Father, that you are causing people with power influence and pecuniary uh, influence, that means the uh, influence that comes with wealth and riches, to turn towards us. That means favor. Favor is what a superior leans in towards an inferior. Father, we're not saying we're inferior. We're just saying there's somebody that's in a position of power, that's in a position of financial power, that's in a position of political power, that's in a position of management, that's in a position of leadership that you turn towards us. We agree with that in the name of Jesus. And Father, because we are faithful givers, we agree that you cause us to flourish. You cause us to flourish. Luke 6.38, give 
and it shall be given back to us. How? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, so others pour into our bosom. We agree that others are pouring into us. Come on. We agree, Father, that we have poured into others for years, and we will continue to do so. But we agree, Father, that there are those that pour into us. They pour into us encouragement. They pour into us gifts. They pour into us prayer. They pour into us financial resources. They pour into us saying good things, uh, 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 spreading good things. You said, God, in Genesis 12, you would make our name great. In other words, the report about us would be great. We pray that even those that don't like us, Father, that you would make their report about us, that you would cause their report about us to be good. Even those that can't stand us, we pray that their report of us would be good. In Jesus' name, we praise everybody right here. Say, Selah. Selah. That means, God, you said it. I believe that thing, and that settles it. Like, that's the end of the deal. That's the end of it. I agree with God. Can I, can I help you with this? Sometimes the challenge that you have in life is that uh, uh, one of my favorite movies is Malcolm X. And uh, in that movie, Malcolm X, there's a line um, that Malcolm says in the movie. I don't know if he said it in real life, but he says in the movie. And here's what he says. He says, if we'll get on God's side, then God will be on our side. In other words, check this out. If I agree with God, then everything that God has ordained automatically comes because I'm in agreement with that. And so sometimes your greatest challenges is going to be for you to get in agreement with God about you. Um, so what I want to do tonight is I want to spend our time in this first part of prayer. Again, if you're just coming in on any platform, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. I want to start with your past. I want to deal with your past tonight um, for this first part of prayer. Uh, how many of us have some things in our past um, that we are not extremely, uh, you know, we're not very proud about? All right. I need you to wave at me. That's everybody. How many of you have some stuff in your past? How many of you got some junk in your trunk? How many of you got uh, uh, some baggage, right? You you got baggage. Baby got back. You got baggage. How many of you, you got baggage tonight from your past? So that's all of us. Um, and here's what the enemy would love for us to do. He would love for us to live in a place of condemnation and shame concerning your past. Condemnation and shame concerning your baggage. Condemnation and shame concerning what you've done. Here's what's amazing. The Bible says... That he's a very present help in a time of need, which means, everybody listen, God is not there anymore. I need you to listen. He's not there anymore. He's not in that mistake anymore. He's not in that failure anymore. He's not, he's not there. He's a very present help. I want to take it another further and then I want us to get this. Jesus, when he's hanging on the cross, um, in between, stuck in between two thieves and there's two thieves that will try to rob you. You ready? There's two thieves that will try to rob you. The first thief is talking about, Lord, when we're in, you know, will you receive me in your kingdom? He's worried about the future. He is so worried about the future that he's missing the moment of now. And for some of you, you are stuck in between the thief of yesterday and tomorrow. You're stuck in between the thief of what happened and your concern about what's about to happen. You're stuck in between the thief of your past and your future. So here's the deal. He's a very present help, which means there is nothing you can do about what's already done other than repent for it and learn from it. Listen, there is nothing you can do about what's already done except learn for it and repent from it. 
All right. Because if you keep there, there's something worse than worry and wor there's something worse than worry. Say, what is it, Bishop? A couple of y'all typed out on the Tesla platforms. What is it, Bishop? I'm going to tell you. It's called rumination. Rumination means that you're not worried about the future. It means that you are still stressing about the past. You're still stressing about something that's already happened. Like you still stressing about the fact that you dated them. Baby, you dated them. Get over it. Get the lesson. Let's keep it moving. You're still stressing over what happened last year. Get you, you, listen, we're in 20, this is a whole new year. You're still stressing about the past. You're just, oh my God, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have moved. I shouldn't have took that job. I should have stayed at this. I should have did that. I should have, stop, stop. That's the thief. I did a message years ago. You can look it up on YouTube and our podcast uh, um, called Stuck In Between Two Thieves. And for many people, um, your past is a thief. Because you ruminate over it. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have left this. I shouldn't have did that. And I need you to learn how to let it go. Now, listen, that's easier said than done. Because how many times have you made that declaration? I let it go and I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. And then the next day, oh my God, I just don't know. How many times y'all wave at me on every social platform? If you've ever done that, where you, you in church, you let it go. If you're part of our digital family, you let it go. He said, I'm good. I'm moving on. I'm done with it. And then the next morning, you pick that thing right back up. Wave at me if you've ever done that. The next day, you pick that thing back up. That night, you pick that thing back up. The next week, you pick that thing back up. We all have. Here's why. Um, here's why. It's because for many of us, we've not, y'all ready for this? We have not settled the accounts of our past. Woo! Come on. We've not settled the accounts of our past. What does that mean? That we have not ever evaluated our past and said, God, where are the lessons there? Where are my lessons at? Where are my lessons? Where are my lessons? Where are the lessons? Because, because you're worried about it, but you didn't actually sit down to, you didn't settle the account. So it's kind of like having a bank account. You move on to a new bank, but you still owe the old bank. And you, trust me, and with your new bank account, you worried that the old bank going to try to come out of debit. Y'all better hear me right there. You worried that the old bank is going to try to come auto debit and take the money up out of your account. Okay. So now, now what do you do? God, this, this analogy preaches really good. So what do you end up doing? You don't keep a lot of money in your account in the present because you're scared the past is going to try to come settle accounts. So for many of us, and many folks, you can't enjoy now because you don't invest that much into now. You don't invest that much into the people in your life now because you're still worried about the people from your past. You don't invest that much into the church you're at now because you didn't settle the past. You didn't, you didn't invest that much. Are you getting the point? You, didn't, you don't invest a lot now because you didn't settle the accounts of the past. Got it? And anybody, y'all listen, anybody that's ever got a new account and you left an outstanding balance with somebody else, you were worried that they was going to come find you. If you ever owed somebody some money, you were worried. Oh, God. You see an 800 number calling you on the phone. Uh-uh. Let that ring. Let that ring. Let that ring. Because you didn't settle the accounts. And so tonight, uh, and listen, guys, this is not judgment. This is us for, because we're about, you're about to get set free from that. Okay. Because there's no need in us praying about the future if you have not settled the accounts of your past. If you have not settled the accounts of your past. So what I want us to do tonight is I want us to begin that process. And you're going to have to do the work. Now, we're going to pray, but the purpose of prayer is not to replace action. Everybody listen. The purpose of prayer is to teach us how to act. Prayer does not 
Replace action or acting or doing or action. Prayer shows us what actions to take. If you grew up in church, you pray and that was it. Mm -mm, that's not biblical prayer. Biblical prayer is I pray. Now, what's my plan? I pray to get a plan and then I pray the plan. I pray to get a plan. Then I pray the plan. So we're going to settle these accounts tonight. We're going to settle these accounts. Tonight. Somebody put a comment. Remember what happens to Lot's wife? She turned around, turned into a pillar of salt. Good point. But let me even press you with Lot's wife. Lot, again, to the point of selling your account. Here's what Lot's wife's real issue was. Y'all ready for this? Okay. Y'all ready to go down? Y'all ready to go deep? Who wants to go deep? I need to see like I need to see like 50 of y'all with some with some hand emojis across all the platforms right now. And if I see that, we're going to go deep real quick and then we're going to cover it in prayer. Guys, how do we pray? When you pray with me, prayer is not just a monologue where we talk, 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 talk and say in Jesus name. Amen. Prayer is a dialogue. We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation. When we pray, God responds to us tonight. I remember one time a pastor said, Bishop, that's really just kind of Bible. You're doing a Bible study. I said, no. I said, no, that's how, that's called effective prayer. The effective and fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. All right, you ready? So here's what happens with Lot's wife. She's not given a name. She's not given a name because her situation doesn't just represent her. Her situation, her situ anybody that's not named in scripture, it means that that activity pattern is true to human culture, true to, true to human nature. Human nature, okay? So if they're not named, it's not referring to a specific type of human. If they're not named, it means that's human nature, all right? That's a Bible study lesson for some of y'all, okay? So here it is. With Lot's wife, the reason she turned around, the Bible says she turned around and she looked behind Lot. She was checking behind him. You want to know why? Because she never settled the account. I'm about to go here. She never settled the account that she was in the relationship with the wrong man. It's quiet on prayer tonight. She never settled the account that she was in a relationship with the wrong man. Bishop, what in the world do you mean? If you, if you go look, read it, the scripture says she checked behind him because she knew he wasn't trustworthy, number one. Number two, not only did she know she wasn't trustworthy, in Genesis 19, go study everything I'm saying for yourself. In Genesis 19, um, two angels came down. Two angels came down when angels are in the earth and they appear to be the right, uh, when the angels appear in the earth, they appear as human beings. When these two angels came down, the angels came, they went to Lot's house. The men of the city said, come out, bring those angels out. And do you want to know what Lot did? Lot said, here go my two daughters. Here go my two daughters. They're virgins. You can have my daughters. Leave the angels alone. Because Lot, what does Lot's name in Hebrew mean? In Hebrew, his name means hidden motive, hidden agenda. So here it is. She married somebody with hidden motives and hidden agendas and the entire relationship because she never settled the past. She can never enjoy the present. Come on. We're about to cover it in prayer, but I need you to get this. But I need you to get this. She never could enjoy the present because she never settled the account of the past. She never dealt with the fact that she dated him and didn't trust him then. Come on, y'all. She never settled the fact that she never fully felt like she could submit to him because she always questioned his motives. It's quiet over here on Miss Bishop Foreman Instagram. It's quiet over here. She never settled the fact. She never settled it. So the reason that she, when they're leaving Sodom and Gomorrah, She's leaving a city that's all she knows. And the reason it's so scary for her is because now she's got to trust a man she don't trust. Mm, come on. 
And that's the danger. Thank you for whoever made that comment. That's the danger of not settling the accounts of your past is you're going to be suspicious of everybody in your present. Shut up. God, that's good to me. All right, we got to pray because I've been teaching a lot. We got to pray. If you never settle the accounts of your past, if you never do that, you will never enjoy your present. You will be suspicious of everybody in your present. Why? Because you couldn't trust somebody from your past. You'll be suspicious of your new pastor because you can't trust your old pastor. Right? For those of you who I'm your pastor, don't judge me based on somebody. I ain't that guy. I Don't judge me based on what they did. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't perfect, but I'm consistent. Listen, don't judge me on what somebody else did. I refuse to pay for the mistakes of somebody else. You can't trust your new friends because you you check it behind Latisha. Latisha, 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 right? You got it? Get the joke. Okay? Somebody says, how we can heal? It starts with prayer. You have to do the work to settle the account. You have to do the work that settles the account. Somebody said how stupid I am. Uh-uh, don't say how stupid I am. I just need you to say I learned a lesson. Come on. I learned a lesson. 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 And for some of y'all, you got enough lessons for a lifetime. And you're only 24. You're only 34, 44, 54, 64, 74. So we're going to cover this thing in prayer. Um, because you can pray all these prayers about your future. But can I be honest? It, it doesn't matter if you have not settled the accounts of your past. Because when you get into new, you're going to turn it into old. When you get into new, you're going to turn it into old. All right? So let's cover this. Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, we admit we have had some messed up, jacked up, disrespectful, dishonorable, ungodly decisions from our past. We own that, sir. We take accountability, sir, for the mistakes of our past. We take accountability for being with the wrong friends. Being in the wrong relationships, being in the wrong environments, being around the wrong people, making decisions out of insecurity, making decisions out of fear, making decisions because we thought we had to. Whatever, Father, we own it tonight. Come on, prayer, every platform. Let the Lord know you own it tonight. We own it tonight in the name of Jesus. And tonight, God, we simply say to you, Father, that we give our past failures and mistakes to you. Father, because we are those are burdens for us to carry now. Those are burdens for us to carry now. And we are not supposed to be carrying those burdens. Father, tonight I pray that when we get off of prayer, that we would do the work, that we would do the work of settling the account, of looking back over our past and getting the lessons out of our past. Not from a place of bitterness, but from a place of betterment. Not from a place of bitterness but from a place of betterment, not from a place of anger, but from a place of uh, 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 movement, forward movement, not from a place of being overly emotional, but from a place, Father, where we are evolving. We own it and we settle the accounts. We make that decision tonight to settle the accounts, Father, because new people in our lives do not deserve to pay for what old people have done. Father, new friends don't deserve to pay for what old friends did. New relationships, romantic or business or any kind, they do not deserve paying for what old people did. But more importantly, God, we settle the account 
so that we are not missing our moment, not missing the present, not enjoying the present. Lot's wife is a great example. She could not enjoy the fact that she was about to exit a destructive situation because she still had not settled the fact that she was in a relationship with somebody she couldn't trust. So tonight, God, when we get off of prayer, we're going to settle the account. Come on, everybody, type that on the screen. I'm settling the account. I'm settling the account. What does that mean? I will not be left with my past owing me anything. I will not be left with my owing my past anything. I will extract the lessons. I will put that in my wisdom bank and I will move forward. I will extract the lessons. I will put that in my wisdom and move forward. I will extract the lessons. I'll put that in my discernment and move forward. I'll extract the lessons. I will put that in my knowledge and move forward. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to type amen tonight? Guys, if you haven't shared yet, make sure you share prayer tonight. Of course, we are on all of our digital platforms. And again, if you missed what I said earlier, please make sure if you're on TikTok, follow me on TikTok. Because once I get over a thousand followers, the views are stupidly amazing. Um, I know I use those words in a, a unique way, but the views are amazing, to be honest with you. But what we need to do is get the followers up. Once the followers get up, then they'll let me go live on TikTok too. All right. Um, so listen, I want to go a little deeper um, with this thing of the past. I want to go a little deeper with this thing um, of the past um, as it relates to how we're praying. So your homework tonight, once we get off of this, is you need to settle the accounts. Um, you need to look back over your past and I need you to I need you to like get out a pen and a pad, get out a phone, get out something so you can actually do the work to settle um, your accounts. It is not enough to just pray and say, I release my past. You've got to go settle the account. It is not enough for you just to say, you know what, God, everything is good. You got to go settle the accounts tonight. All right. How many of you are going to, you're going to make that commitment. Let's make it everybody. If you're going to do it, you're going to make that commitment. Just do the hand wave emoji. If you're going to make, if you're going to make that commitment. All right. I see somebody saying, Lord, heal my friend. He's hurting and can't forgive. We're going to, we're going to pray for other people in just a moment. All right. You got to settle it. Like I had to settle some things. Even today I started settling accounts. Uh, truthfully, truthfully, you don't, you're about ready for this. You ready for this? Okay. Let me teach you how God works. You don't know whether or not the account is settled until you see something that used to trigger you that no longer triggers you. You don't know that you have properly dealt with your past until you see something that would normally trigger you that doesn't trigger you anymore. So I saw something today that triggered me and I said, okay, hmm, okay, I got, I, we got we to gotta do this investigation. Come on. We got to settle this. Um, and I had to just come to realize, okay, you were still, this is for me. This was me. This was the account I had to settle. You are still, you were still expecting some level of loyalty from someone who has proven that their only loyalty is disloyalty when it comes to you. That was it. Like you, th that was it for me. Like literally, so I remember I, 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 mean, I saw it and it triggered me for a minute. And then all of a sudden my mind started playing all of this stuff. Who's been there? Don't y'all judge me, prayer. Who's been there? My, we're about to cover this in prayer too. My mind started pay, playing all of these things back through. And as my mind started playing all these things back through, I was like, you know what? And I did this. And I was like, you know what? That person did this. this, this. And, and, and I was like, I can't believe that. And I said, you know, but I know. 
all of that, right? And um, and as that happened, somebody said, you're all up in my business. I know I got the Holy Ghost. Um, and so as that was happening, I literally, I took maybe five, 10 minutes of just, you know, can I be honest? Of just anger, of just frustration, of just almost wanting to, you know, listen, look, I almost, I almost want, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something about that now. Who's up in there? Like, you know, that thing is behind you, but you have a depth, but you like, I'm going to do something about that now. All right. Let's allow, allow my transparency to help you um, settle your account. And so I did that for a few minutes and I was making my little smoothie or whatever I was doing. I was, or my, no, I was making an impossible burger. Come on here fast. God, it, it was impossible to taste that good. And, um, and as I was doing that, I was like, okay, so how much longer are you going to continue to expect what someone has proven they won't do for you? They can do it. They just won't do it for you. They can do it because you watch them do it for other people. They're just not going to do it for you. Come on. They're just not going to do it for you. They're just not going to be loyal to you. And even though you you have molded and shaped and done all, they're just not going to do it for you. Right? How long are you going to allow that to have any space in you? God, this is maybe a little bit too much for y'all for prayer. All right. How much are you going to allow that to have any space in you? How much are you going to allow that to have? And God said, I let you see that on purpose because I wanted to unpack that. I wanted you to settle that account. Somebody said, Bishop, I thought you could only cook breakfast. Well, during a fast, I can also make Beyond Burger patties on the grill. <laughs> All right. So I want to cover that in prayer because for many of you, um, the Lord has let you see some stuff from your past that triggered something. And that trigger is I, I need you to pay attention to that trigger because that trigger is saying, settle this, settle this, settle this. Settle this. Let's cover it. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you, God, for the triggers, the things that we saw, um, the things that you've thrown in our face and said, deal with it, the things that you have allowed us to see and experience. Father, in Jesus' name, we say to you, God, thank you. Come on, prayer. We say to you, God, thank you for what you allowed to be thrown in our face for what you allowed us to see, for what you allowed us to experience, for what you allowed us to deal with. Because God, you are telling us, settle that account, that we cannot be bitter, but settle the account, that we cannot be angry, but settle the account. Father, we've got to get the lesson and forgive and move on. And God, forgiveness doesn't mean fellowship. Father, we rebuke the thinking that because we forgave somebody, that that means we got to put them back in the seat that they advocated. No. Tonight, God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the triggers. We thank you for the things that stirred up thoughts. We thank you for the things that stirred up uh, mentalities. We thank you for the things that stirred up something that we thought we were over, but clearly the trigger showed us we were not. We say thank you because God, if you reveal it, you want to heal it. If you reveal it, you want to heal it. If you reveal it, reveal it, you want to heal it. If you reveal it, you want to heal it. So whatever you show us, it's because you want to solve it. Come on. Whatever you show us, you want to solve it. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody right there to type amen on every platform? Guys, we're almost done with prayer tonight. Again, as I told you, we're going to spend a lot of our time in prayer tonight settling your past. Settling your past. Jesus is on the cross. One thief is talking about the future the kingdom. The other thief is talking about the past. You're stuck in between two thieves. 
because you're ruminating about what used to be. Rumination is worse than worry because worry is about something to come. Rumination is about something you literally can't change. And some of you, your immune systems, God, I speak to our strength. I speak to our immune systems. I speak to, uh, 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 God, our bodies and our health. And I pray, God, that we would not allow anything from our past to be in our bodies now that would negatively affect our health, that would cause us to gain weight, that would cause us to lose weight, that would cause our hair to fall out or to gray too early or whatever. I pray that we would not let an account we've not settled from the past mess with our bodies in the now. So, Father, I speak to our bodies and we declare from the top of our head to the sole of our feet that we are 100% healed and 100% healthy. 100% healed and 100% healthy. We speak to our sleep patterns. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We speak to our sleep patterns right now and we command those to be regulated. Where we're getting the proper amount of sleep, where we're getting the proper amount of rest in the name of Jesus, where our sleep patterns are not all over the place, but we declare in Jesus' name that we would receive rest when we sleep. Come on, let's pray that we would receive rest when we sleep, that we would wake up and not even need an alarm clock because we have rested. We didn't just close our eyes, but we rested. We declare we would be rejuvenated. That our cells um, that, that need to repopulate and need to remake and recreate, that they would do that. Father, we speak, come on, y'all, let's go. We come against cortisol being released, the stress hormone that adds weight to our stomachs and our abdominal area and other areas in Jesus' name. Because we're trying to carry things from the past. No, no, no. Father, rejuvenate us tonight. Father, give us an energy tonight. Your word says uh, that you would renew our youth like the eagle. Father, uh, and so we delight ourselves in you tonight. In the name of Jesus, knowing that you will rejuvenate us. That we, as we age, we would look younger. I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that as we age, we will look younger. Why? That's what your word says. Father, that uh, we will look younger a year from now than we did today because you rejuvenate us. You renew us now, not just spiritually, but in our bodies, not just uh, emotionally, but in our bodies. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Somebody ought to say amen right there. Um, let me give you scripture for that to back that up. All right, because again, what do we do? Well, we pray. I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation. Psalm 103 5, it says this Who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? Let me read it to you in another translation so you understand why he says that. He gives us plenty of good things. He makes us young again, like an eagle that grows new feathers. Oh my God. Like an eagle that grows new feathers. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight on prayer, but you're about to grow you some new feathers. You thought that you were all your feathers are plucked out and you looked like a bald eagle. You thought that you looked bald. In other words, you thought that your situation was not recoverable. Woo! Your situation is recoverable in Jesus' name. God, you give us good things and you renew our youth. You give us good things and you renew our you. You give us good things and you renew our you. You give us good things, God, and you renew our you. You give us good things and you renew our you. That you renew our thought process. Father, your, your word says 
Blessed are those that the children, if you don't enter the kingdom like a child. Father, we pray that our childlike faith would return. Come on. Our childlike faith would return. That's Mark 10 and 15. Truly, I say unto you, anyone who does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. What is the kingdom? It is heaven's attributes on earth. It is what you said we can have, God. Who you said we could be. The kingdom is your modus operandi. It is how you do what you do when you do what you do. And tonight, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Father, uh, Lord, that you uh, would renew not just our bodies youthfully, uh, our bodies youthfully, but renew that childlike faith. What does a child do? A child doesn't have any fear. It's taught fear. A child approaches everything with wonder. A child approaches everything with amazement. A child approaches everything investigating. A child will be touching stuff that you say they shouldn't touch because they don't know not to touch it. Father, we pray that our faith would be that our faith tonight, God, would be like that of a child, that we'd have awe, that we'd have wonder, that we'd have amazement. Father, we rebuke the fears that we have added because of what we've been through. You didn't give us a spirit of fear. Life did. You didn't give us a spirit of fear. Failure did. You didn't give us a spirit of fear. People projected their stuff onto us and we wore it like it was our own. You didn't give it to us. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we decree and we declare tonight, God, that we would have childlike faith in Matthew, Mark 10 and 15, that God, that we would do it and not know how it's going to work out, but do it because you said to. Father, in our sowing, and our giving, we'd have faith. In our serving, we'd have faith. In our faithful church attendance, we'd have faith. In, in, in telling people about church and telling people about you, God, that we would have that childlike faith in everything that we do in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody right there, say amen. Listen, y'all, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share. That's good to me. How many of you can be honest? Let's talk real quick before we move to the last two things of prayer. How many of us can be honest um, that um, your faith is is not, and listen to me, I don't mean you believe in that he is. You believe that he is. You know that, that Jehovah is God. Yahweh is God. You know that Jesus died for you. I'm not talking about salvation type faith. We're going to deal with that in a minute. I'm talking about your faith to believe God for progress in your life. How many of you can be honest that your faith can come up a bit? Just wave at me. If your faith can come up a bit. What is faith? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen, which means my faith produces actions based on what it believes that it's never seen. Faith produces actions based on what it believes, based on something it's never seen. But if there's evidence, that means it's already happened. Hey, come on. It's already happened. I just didn't see it happen. If it's evidence, that means something has already happened. Uh, I just didn't see it happen. I see several hands across all platforms tonight. Uh, and, and, and I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Can I be honest with you? Sometimes, even as you experience success in life, your faith can take some hits to where it's not that childlike faith. It's not that childlike faith. It's not that childlike faith. Like it's, it's, it's begun to reduce. David, when he fights Goliath, he's got that childlike faith. Now, everybody else in the kingdom is scared of Goliath. David's like, let's go. Let's do it. But then when he becomes king, now he's got a kingdom to protect. Everybody listen. Now he's made some money. Now he's got some stuff to protect. 
So his faith is different because now, listen, his childlike faith, he had nothing to lose. Got it? Now that he started being successful, he feels like he has something to lose. I don't know who that's for. Your challenge with your faith is that you feel like you have something to lose. And God says, childlike faith says, I ain't got nothing to lose when I'm obeying. God, get, we have nothing to lose when we're following your word. We have nothing to lose, God, when we obey your word. We have nothing to lose, God. You're the God that gave us the success we have. Your word says, not by might nor by power, but by your spirit would we succeed, one translation says. So for that, God, we restore our faith in you. Not an outcome, but in you. Come on. Not an outcome, not an outcome, not an outcome. Uh-uh, somebody's talking crazy. Name. Not an outcome, but Father, our faith in you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. 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 Amen. Um, hold on, I gotta, um, hold on, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do this here. Bam. All right, now. I think I got that handled. Okay, guys, y'all don't come in here with no crazy comments. All right, we don't do that here. All right, we're on here to pray tonight, all right? And if you want to do crazy comments, you can do that on your page. All right, listen, I got about six minutes before um, we got to wrap up prayer tonight. Um, and again, guys, if you're just coming in, if you haven't liked this video, like it. Uh, if you haven't told me where you're watching from, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Um, so in uh, yesterday's message which I encourage you to watch. How do you watch it? You can get our app. Text the word harvest. Can I give a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word harvest to 59769. Text the word harvest to 59769. And when you do that, uh, you'll be able to stay connected to all things harvest and you will be able to get um, to get our, um, our all the messages. Uh, yesterday's message, did, you, but did that bless anybody yesterday? That thing blessed me good. That 1115 yesterday, Oh my God, it took me in. That 11.15 yesterday was amazing. Um, and so guys, I want you to get our app, Text Harvest 5 and get it. You can get our podcast, our YouTube channel, all of that. Because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest, every single message is made available free right after church. So Sundays, the podcast comes out after church. I think Wednesdays is right out after church. And then by Monday, you know, it's all ready to go for you. And then by Thursday, it's all ready to go for you. And so uh, we make it a point to get the messages out to you as quickly as possible. And I want to say this. Um, yesterday's message, Jesus, that 15 was good. Um, the last thing I want to cover in prayer is a part of that message that actually still deals with the past. It still deals with the past. Um, there's a, a guy, there's this judge named Deborah. A little Debbie, depending on where you're from, or Big Deborah, and um, and God uses her. Her name means B. God uses her to summon this guy named Barak. Barak means lightning blessing, a fast blessing. God uses her to summon him, and at a moment he's laying down, and he's like taking a break on his journey. Listen, he's taking a break, and as he's taking a break, as he's taking a break, what happens? Um, Deborah has to get him. She has to get him up. And I mentioned triggers earlier. There are certain things that sting you now because of something that's happened in your past. It's called the law of linkage. Can I get a few of you to type that phrase on every digital platform? It's called the law of linkage. Here's how the law of linkage works. Um, I remember when I was a kid, and I've talked about this before, um, my, my mother, we were in the South. My mother had a pot of chitlins on. All right, don't y'all talk about chitlins? Chitlins is good. 
All right. All right. Come on. Praise God. If you put a lot of hot sauce on them and they're clean, really good. So she had a pile of chitlins on the stove. And um, I was a little kid. I couldn't even reach over the stove. And let me tell you, I'm a whole grown man now. And I still remember this experience as a kid. I want to teach you the principle. I reached up to grab the chitlins. They were in a big roasting pan on the stove. I reached up to grab because I don't know what I thought I was going to do. I could. I don't know. I thought I was going to put my hand in there and grab one, which really would have been gross. Um, I don't know what I thought I was going to do. But I reached over to grab one or, or to get into the pot. And then as I did that, the top of the pot came off and then the steam burned all of the flesh, um, burned all of the flesh off of uh, my wrist. Now, what's amazing is you, if you look at my wrist now, let me take this off. You can't actually see the scar anymore. Everybody listen, check the principle, but the memory is still there. For some of you, you can no longer see what you've been through. But the memories are still there. Uh, the memories are still there. Um, and so check this out. For many of you, the law of linkage is at work in your life. Um, you still have memories and the memories, they still taunt you. They still haunt you. Who am I talking to? They still we're not talking about a trigger. I'm talking about a memory. I'm talking about a memory that still, I remember, I'm a whole grown man and I still remember what happened to me when I was a little kid in that kitchen in Memphis, Tennessee. Got it? I remember they had to get the little ointment and spread it up. It was a special ointment. You couldn't, it wasn't like a tube or a gel. It was this special ointment and, and the skin, the skin is kind of gross, but the skin kind of looked like a cracklet. It kind of looked like a Pork wine. <laughs> looked like a little crackling. The skin looked like right there. You have to put that on there. And it burned. It burned. And for some of you, the reason you are having a tough time being alone at any point in time in the day, like if, if there's no noise, you got to get on your phone. If there's nothing going on, you got to get on your phone. You need stimulation all the time. Is because when the memories come back, the memories begin to haunt you. Um, God will use a Deborah, a bee. She used a bee to sting Barack to say, get up, because you've stopped your journey. Here's what she's saying in essence. You've stopped your journey because you're living from memories. You're living from memories. All right, so we're going to cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover in prayer right now the memories that we have lived by. The law of linkage to where whenever we face something now, we immediately go back to something from the past. It's not a trigger. It's linking. It's linking. We link something now back to the past. Father, I every time I see that roasting pot, I am reminded of something that happened to me as a child. Why? Because the law of linkage. And so tonight, in Jesus' name, Father, we give those to you. And we pray that tonight after church, or excuse me, after prayer, been church, really, we would do the work in Jesus' name to not live off of memories. Guys, listen, um, if you're on prayer tonight, um, um, don't forget tomorrow night, seven o'clock, we're going to pray again, mountain time to, for one hour. Wednesday night live is at seven o'clock. It's church. I'm going to be preaching then. Thursday night, we'll do nothing on Thursday night. Um, we'll let the leader, I think the leadership podcast comes out on Thursday. Then on Friday night, it's ladies night. It's going to be amazing. 
Um, it will be here in the building and online. If you haven't already registered to get in the building in Denver, you can't actually. The registration is closed now because we're at capacity for what we can have in the building now. And then on Saturday night, we're going to pray again at seven o'clock. So I'm going to be with you a lot. She's like, Bishop, we didn't pray over this. We didn't pray over this. We got a whole week we're going to be praying. Okay. So I just wanted to spend tonight to deal a lot with your past. Guys, many of you need to go back and rewatch prayer because prayer really tonight dealt, um, is going to be something you're going to need. Two last things I want to do. If prayer blesses you, um, I need you to be a blessing to prayer. You should always bless what blesses you and you should sow into prayer. Can I get a few of you on every digital platform to type the ways to sow? And we're going to be talking about this all week. I'm a believer in sowing. So for anybody like, ah, there you go, preacher stuff. I'm a believer in sowing. I believed in it before I was a pastor. I my My living is because of my giving. Don't you ever judge somebody's harvest unless you've checked their seed. And so tonight you should do that. How do you do it? Harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can sow that way. You can also use the cash app, Bishop Foreman with the number one. And then you can also use Harvest Church Give. You can use, um, uh, you can use, what else? You can give, uh, and it's my pleasure, guys. Um, you can also use um, pay, uh, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. I don't know what's going on in my mind. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. You can use any of those methods too. And that's all hello at Harvest Church, that church or Harvest Church Give. All right. Um, these last few days, um, somebody says because I hadn't had a lot of protein or something. I don't know. I have been, uh, look, listen, this is a confession. And then we're going we're gonna to invite people to Jesus. But let me get this confession on prayer. I have been a little clumsy these last few days. Uh, I saw several comments like, this is a whole coaching session. And thank you for being so obedient. Amen. I said, Lord, I always pray about what we pray about. Because every prayer is not, um, every prayer is not supposed to be necessarily identical. And, um, and so I have been coming. So the other day I was, I, <laughs> I spilled a whole bunch of wax uh, on the wall, um, at this candle thing. And I spent a whole bunch of wax on the wall. It got on the floor and all of that. And so I was dealing with that. And then I just dropped my thing a minute ago, uh, my bracelet on the floor. I just have been having some clumsy moments these last few days. Anybody else been doing that? I'm blaming, I'm going to blame it on the fast. Um, but anyway, um, lastly, guys, make sure you sow when you get off of prayer. Lastly, tonight, if you're on prayer, I think yesterday, I think five people gave their lives to the Lord. I think, no, six people gave their lives to the Lord yesterday. I think it was the number, the total number yesterday. Can we celebrate that? Tonight, um, if you are um, on prayer, you never become a Christian. Tonight's your night. God loves you. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, um, tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. In the old church, you say backslid, but here's the truth. We like slip and slide. We were doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. Tonight, you can come to the Lord. Thirdly, thirdly, uh, if you're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't know where my relationship with the Lord stands. Tonight's your night to get things right with the Lord. On three, um, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or um, you want to be sure, do the hand with emoji or say, it's me. Y'all ready? One, two, three. If that's you, I just want you to wave your hand or say, it's me on every platform. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I just need you to say, it's me or do the hand wave emoji tonight because I want to lead you in a prayer. I don't want to hop off a prayer without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. I see you. I see you over here on Instagram. If you need to give your life to the Lord, I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to count 10, 9, I'm waiting on you, 8, 7. Six, five, four. We're waiting on you. Three, two. I see you. One. Guys, you can keep responding tonight. We celebrate those that have raised your hands to give your hands to the Lord tonight. I want everybody, everybody, even if you're saved, I want you to pray this with me. Hear, hear my heart. Hear my heart. 
Uh, my job is to make sure that as many people as I can possibly reach hear this gospel and give their lives to the Lord. Uh, so if y'all ever been in anything with me in church and prayer on anything we do, uh, it's very rare that I do not give an invitation for people to come to the Lord. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. So because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. Come on, everybody say it with me. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, here's what I need you to do. I need you to just text the word decision to 59769. Guys, can I get a few of you to type that on every platform? Text the word decision to 59769. If you live out of the country, here's what I need you to do. I need for you to just go into Harvest Search that church and click next steps. I saw several hands go up uh, across um, across the platform. So I think that's something like over, I mean, I think what in the last, man, that's probably like what, almost 30, 40 people in the last few weeks that have given their lives to the Lord total. So to God be the glory. Come on, y'all. So love you guys. Have an amazing night. Don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow night at seven o'clock Mountain Time. Why are we doing these extra prayers? We're doing these extra prayers because these are our last few days of fasting and prayer. And I want you to do it with me. Invite somebody to watch tomorrow night. Y'all already know you're gonna get you're gonna get a whole word and we're gonna pray. So make sure you do that. If you haven't sown, go sow. Bless what blesses you. Harvard Church that church forward slash give or um PayPal, um Venmo and Zell, hello at Harvard Church that church, or um Cash App Harvest Church Give or Mr. Foreman with the number one at the end. I love you guys. Go do the work tonight, please, of settling your accounts. Um, somebody said over here, this is like a whole coaching session. It really is. You really got like a whole therapy session tonight and prayer. Like you got hooked up. You know, you, you could sew into that. You got hooked up. Hey, man, I still see hands over here. People giving their lives to the Lord. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, VJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at VJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at VJ's.